Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start this week's episode, we would love it if you followed us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And we would love it even more than that if you gave us a rating on anything that you can give us a rating on. Um, let's start with Apple Podcasts, because I think that one's the best one, uh, and then move on to other things like Spotify, uh, and then, um, I don't know, Yelp, maybe? I don't know if that's an option. I haven't looked it up, but um, do that if you can, and then tell your friends about it. And with that, today's episode uh, is a continuation of our rewinds from season one of Netflix's The Punisher, with episode six, The Judas Goat, which originally dropped November 17th of 2017. And as always, here is our rundown of the episode. David calls the police, or sheriff, or someone, to find Gunner's body, and get Curtis's help to tend to uh, Frank's injuries. Curtis later bills Lewis uh, Wilson, the young veteran that had been trying, he had been trying to help re- rehabilitate, out of jail. He had been wrongly arrested for protesting for the Second Amendment and had been abandoned by another veteran that he had admired, O'Connor. Curtis reveals that O'Connor had lied about serving in Vietnam, and Wilson finds and kills O'Connor. Madani and Billy sleep together again, and he realizes that she is using him to investigate Frank. She tells him that Frank is alive, and Billy broadcasts a message that David picks up. Frank meets with Billy and explains that Cerberus was a front for a major drug operation, and that he is fighting to take down those responsible. Billy offers to give Frank a chance at a new life instead, but Frank turns him down. Madonna and Stein go to Gunner's land and deduces what happens. She also gains proof that Frank is alive from his blood at the scene. Billy uh, later meets with Rollins, aka Agent Orange, who he works with. <gasps> oh no, we can move Billy to the villains now. Oh, Didn't finally. Watch, like shuffling. <laughs> <laughs> Also, right. I think we should move Lewis to the villains because he killed a guy. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's fair. He killed a guy un- unjustly because Frank kills guys. <laughs> so as soon as I said that, <laughs> I, yeah, th- that's true. Uh, but I mean, it's Frank's show. It's kind of an anti-hero sort of thing. All right, so I'm I'm cut cut and pasting my notes, putting Billy Russo and Lewis into uh, villains. Yes. All right. Okay. I'm still a little on the fence with Lewis just because his part of the storyline is so small. And I don't, I really don't remember where things go with him. Uh, but okay. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying. Well, we'll talk about him when we talk about him. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. All right. All right. But first, we start with our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Your work is too slow. I'm sorry, we all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. You didn't see that coming? So, Al, I want to see. What do you think a Judas goat is? <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, I mean, I, I have a theory that it's the goat that um, uh, Curtis was talking about. Uh, that's probably what they were going after. My assumption of what that describes Judas goat would be like, uh, I mean, in the Bible, Judas was the guy who betrayed Jesus. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. it has something to do with this goat, this, this person that you trust 
uh, betraying you? Yeah, well, remind me. What did he talk about when uh, he you said that Curtis was talking about Judas Goat? Oh, uh, well, I mean, he didn't say Judas Goat, uh, but he was he was talking about because he was a medic in the military, I think. And so to train, they gave okay. him a goat and then they would injure the goat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, a Judas goat is a goat used at a slaughterhouse to lead cattle to the killing floor. So oh. uh, cows or cattle will panic at the sense of a smell of blood. But this goat is like desensitized to it, and cows will see a, an animal that's not freaking out, and it will calm them down. So this goat is betraying the cows. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and then of course Curtis had it kind of to de- desensitize himself to injury too, mm-hmm. or to the traumas. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel bad for that goat. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he could be a trader goat like the goats and cattle places so <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I have uh, one other fast fact uh, and that's it uh, when Billy calls Frank on the radio uh, he says uh, Raven the Blackbird um, Raven is uh, Rambo's call sign in the first Rambo movie uh, <laughs> when uh, I guess the colonel is trying to contact Rambo he uh, says uh, Raven, this is uh, Trotman, who's the name of the colonel in Rambo. But yeah. So it's like, uh, the Punisher originally was created as like, you know how Shang-Chi was created based off like the Kung Fu stuff that Bruce Lee did? Mm-hmm. Uh, Punisher was based off of uh, Rambo and that big hit at the time. <laughs> okay, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as time goes on, you just kind of start rolling in these these other uh, types of characters. You know, the the soldiers in movies yeah. types of characters, yeah. right? The archetype, mm-hmm. archetypes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I got through my fast facts. Al, you got any? Uh, no, no. All right. Not, not moving on to our heroes. <laughs> it is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I something. never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... Where do we want to start? Uh, I mean, I, I think we should just start with Frank. Mm-hmm. All right, so we start with a dream of Frank's. Um, he dreams that they're having like a Thanksgiving dinner, his family and David's family. Uh, you know, it's happy times, and then, like all of Frank's dreams, it ends with everybody getting murdered and Frank not being able to stop them. <laughs> it, yeah, it, those dreams just keep changing, um, kind of uh, growing, evolving, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he's a. Uh... You know, originally when it was just him and his family that he cared about, uh, they were the ones being murdered. And now I guess maybe this is symbolizing that he's also caring about um, David and his family. And so now they're also the ones getting killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, apparently he doesn't care about Karen that much anymore. <laughs> well, he hardly <laughs> sees her. Yeah. Like, I mean, Curtis never shows up in any of these dreams, right? Or that's Russo, true yeah. also. 
Shoot. And Billy, his best friend. God. Oh. All right, you're right. He doesn't care about any of them. Okay. He doesn't care about anybody. So for his family and now David's family. Who... Families. All those other his people families. you mentioned, they're single. So that's why. Ah, mm-hmm. you're right. So Al, are you saying on the podcast that if you're single, you don't matter? To the Punisher, yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That that seems fair. <laughs> <laughs> Got to protect myself there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in oh, actuality... And- and okay. and to be clear, sorry, to the Punisher, um, he doesn't care about people who don't have families. So, like, if Curtis was married, he would still be in the don't care about you area. Uh, if Curtis was, like, unmarried but had a child and was with someone, then I'm sure Frank would care about them. But that's that's what it is. It's the... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. adults and a child sort of thing maybe not adults and and a dog that probably he would he he would ignore them no no he saved a dog in daredevil season two right but he did he do it like would he care more i mean he would save he would save karen or curtis right yeah probably but we did, don't know yeah. well he did save karen <laughs> so i guess mm. we do know <laughs> Yeah, anyway, and then also he killed he killed the mafia members who uh, owned that dog. So I guess just being a dog is the best situation if you're around Frank Castle. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Unless you're like trained to be like an attack dog, and you have to attack him. Um, I think Frank would still go non-lethal. It's not the dog's fault, and he knows it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. so I always forget. Um, there there was a comic that I read, and it was either a Punisher comic or a Daredevil comic from years ago. Mm-hmm. And it had that that little bubble of the them thinking, and it was them saying, you know, I always feel bad for the dogs because they don't know what's what's happening. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wish I knew which one it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel that way. And um, on New Year's Day, my wife and I have a tradition: is like because we're usually this year we didn't go to the party because uh, that would be I'm just gonna say that would be irresponsible. <laughs> um, agreed. But. No, we still stayed up, still stayed up at midnight, hung out. And then the next day, usually when we're hungover and exhausted, we'll watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy because we love those movies. Mm-hmm. And we always we don't we don't feel bad about the thousands and thousands of humans and orcs dying, but it's the horses and those giant elephants. Like I feel really bad for. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those elephants didn't want to be there. Those horses would rather be grazing, but no, now they're all dead. Or yeah. not because they were CG. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't care about this fight. They're just there because yeah. they have to be. Ugh. Yep. Yeah. Um. In awkward transitions, but someone who does care about the fight, Frank Castle, who mm-hmm. is barely clinging to life. So, um, yeah, David calls, uh, Curtis, right? Yeah, yeah, he goes he goes to Curtis's apartment, wakes him up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh I had this in the, my Curtis notes, but I'll just say it now. Um Curtis sleeps with a gun under his pillow, which is like an old trope, right? I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody actually does it. I know I would definitely shoot myself cuz <laughs> I toss and turn when I'm trying to get comfortable. A pillow under or a gun under the pillow is not helping. I'm definitely going to hit it. 
and kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, at a minimum, you're probably going to knock it off the bed most nights, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although, I also don't have a, like, soldiers, I could sleep anywhere under any conditions, like, training they have. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true, but you're also... I don't know, does, does that make you a light sleeper, too? So then you're, like, hardly getting any sleep? Does, I'm wondering if that, like, affects... Your quality of sleep. That's a good question. I know what would affect my quality of sleep: having a gun under my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need a thick pillow to like yeah. be able to put your head down. Ugh. This is a princess and the pea situation. I could have like seven pillows and still know the gun's right there. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was a a, a video we saw on on. Uh, I can't remember what it was. I think it might have been cracked a long time ago. Talking about like you know all these tropes uh, of things, and th- you know one of the tropes of the the uh, you know th- this is sort of thing, right? Like someone breaks into your house in the middle of the night, and you have a gun under your pillow, and so you spring up and you know exactly what to do. Like no, if it's at like two, three a.m., you maybe you'll think it's someone breaking in somewhere or you'll just like ignore it. Like, eh, probably just the sound of something hitting the window and eh, mm-hmm. probably fine. You'll ignore it. Um, so much so that they did that exactly like perfectly well in, um, Oh, why am I completely blanking out on the name now? The, the Keanu Reeves film, the, the matrix. <laughs> John Wick. That one. John Wick, yeah. <laughs> Completely blanked out on the name. Uh, yeah, they did that in John Wick, right? The, at, at the beginning, he wakes up in the middle of the night because people broke into his house. And he's like, "What? Well, uh, all right, well, I guess I'll go get some water downstairs. And then he gets knocked out because, like, come on, even John Wick is going to get knocked out in the middle of the night. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. If you're the type of person who's that paranoid, you'll probably kill somebody, uh, especially if you're living with other people in the house. Curtis isn't. But, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But he has neighbors. There, there are walls around him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. He does live in a hotel building because he's in New York and he's not a millionaire. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else. So yeah, they they pull the arrow out of him, which I'm. I think we should talk more in like the David Curtis section. But uh, yeah, I don't have much. He goes to see Billy. Yeah, there, uh, there's Billy very little of Frank, I think, in this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then... Uh... Yeah, so Billy offers them a, a way out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tries to yeah. like get him out of the country or, or something. Mm-hmm. Do you think if Frank took him up on this, would Billy have killed him, or would he have actually smuggled him out of the country? Does he still oh, care for Frank? Ooh, um... I, I genuinely think he does care for Frank. But I don't know. That's a tough one, right? Like, would Billy have killed him in that? Because, I mean, that's kind of what they're implying, right? Like, he was looking mm-hmm. out for him. And then he goes and he meets Agent Orange in the car right at the end. And I... I Because, I, I mean, Agent Orange... Like, what would he want? What's easier, right? Uh, on one hand, Frank is already dead, so you know, in the public's eyes. So you just shoot him and get rid of the body. And there you go. All of his problems go away. Uh, If he's alive and maybe he learns something later and comes back 10 years down the line and becomes a problem. So I, 
I do think that, yeah, Agent Orange would have wanted Billy to kill Frank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah, I mean, Billy... Billy... I don't know how good an actor Billy is. Because he doesn't seem that surprised when Frank tells him that about this heroin smuggling by their superiors and stuff. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. Can never tell. Mm-hmm. And then... Because, I mean, um, obviously... I mean, yeah, because the assumption is that as a character, he knows. Um, but also, like, as an actor, the person doing it, like, can't tell how, how he plays into that. And then is Frank also just bad at telling he's lying? Pretty sure Frank believed every word Billy said. Um, yeah. I mean, I think he, he wants to, though, more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the, the biggest risk Frank made so far. I mean... Other than going to Gunner, but that's more of a risk to his life, not a risk to his safety. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like exposing himself in public uh, to meet with Billy. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's the middle of the night. Is that like a, a boat? Yeah, it was it was nighttime. Oh, no, oh sorry, you mean when he first meets Billy. I thought you were yes. talking about it at the end. When, when, no, yeah. I'm talking about the um, yeah, I mean, you're, Yeah, you're right. That was, that was a gamble on Frank's part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, the gangle, the gangle, the gangle works out, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, and then he goes to visit David's family because he missed dinner a couple of days ago because he was um, shot with an arrow. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's really bad at lying. I, I always hate seeing characters on something like lie badly. Now, in this case, I think Frank just doesn't care, right? He doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't want them to be come attached to him because in his mind he's like all right i'm gonna do this stuff with david and then he'll be able to come back like and then i frank am just gonna get the hell out and go do my own thing so i I, I assume that's part of his thinking i don't know if i agree with that because if he really didn't care why does he keep coming back so i had that as a note like what about about him constantly going back like what does he get out of it is it like a sense of helping a family mm-hmm. uh, in that sense um is he I, I is he feeling better that he's helping david i don't think that's it but yeah yeah i mm-hmm. yeah he's so. definitely not helping david because i think david would like him <laughs> as far away from the family as possible <laughs> yes uh-huh so yeah I, it, yeah it's probably that I mean, this is a chance, in a sense, as a family. I mean, there's also some shared, um, I don't know, kinship. Maybe that's not mm-hmm. the right word. But, you know, it, uh, I forgot his, David's wife's name. But she she lost her husband and their kids lost their dad, right? Yeah. So he's in a similar mindset of having lost close family. So That's true. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he also, he knows there's hope for them where there's no hope for him because David's still alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you know it's it's lucky he knows David because if he didn't, uh, his wife hits on Frank. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that would have strained their working relationship between Frank and David. It probably, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't, I I don't remember, but. I'm curious what happens if at some point she moves in to try and kiss him or something. Um, and I'm sure whatever ends up happening, like Frank, 
like pulls away or something. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm just curious what would happen if, you know, cause I assume David would see all that. He's always watching them, uh, especially if Frank's over. So <laughs> curious how, how David uh, takes that. Well, he's gotta be like, they think I'm dead. Um, yeah. hopefully he's not, he's not that possessive thinking that she would never move on. He's not unrealistic. Right. But I think he's pretty, uh, similar to agent Fitz in agents of shield, right? Like mm-hmm. something happens and sure he knows X, but he's still reacting to it, you know, emotionally. Yeah. But Fitz, though, <laughs> he wasn't the most emotionally mature person. <laughs> I don't true. know if David is. And he's also like, I think David's a little crazy. He's been by himself for a while before Frank comes in and is a little paranoid. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. But, like, Fitz, very smart guy, but he's not emotionally mature at all. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That fits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you used it right, because it was Fitz. Yep. <laughs> all right. Anything else for Frank? No. He had a really small part of, in this episode, so. Yep. <laughs> well, our the hero had a smaller part. Go into mm-hmm. Madani. <laughs> um, so they go check out Gunner's shootout. Again, from what I see, no one else gets hit by traps. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Which maybe, good. Yeah, makes me think I, there was one trap. Uh, there were two. Uh, there was one during that fight. Someone got mm-hmm. hit with a an axe or something that came out of the ground. Yeah. And the wire, right? Yeah, yeah, that wire. Uh, we have no way of telling if those were the same um, trap or not. <laughs> okay, that's that's true. <laughs> All right. uh, I assumed location, like in my mind, I'm visualizing them differently. But then again, I've been very wrong on this stuff many times in the past. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, you could be right because in my mind, it's like they were all in the forest, so they were all <laughs> in the same spot. Hmm. Um. If I ever get lost in the forest with somebody, I'm one of those type of people who would have to eat someone else. Uh, <laughs> mostly because I don't want to miss a meal, but also I'll never be able to find my way home. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, two hours after being lost, your partner's gone. Mm-hmm. Yep, Whoever they are. 100%. Yeah. yeah, this is why I don't want to go camping with you. <laughs> that's fair. Or just bring more people. Yeah, that's true. More Bigger delicious people, people, more meat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, they find Frank's da- DNA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really quickly, I really like how she immediately assumed it was Frank. She was right, but mm-hmm. she just knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they have like Frank's DNA on file, right? Because he was arrested. Did they get your DNA, right? <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> um, I, I think they got his DNA for other reasons, like um, probably when he was in the hospital dying uh. and coming back to life or whatever. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Maybe something to do with the military. I don't know if they take it, but yeah, that's that was my next thing. It's like because they have no evidence of who this, I guess, black ops team was. She yeah. says CIA or military. Mm-hmm. CIA, I understand, but like, I thought their DNA would be on file with their military. Did they completely clean all the blood except for Frank's? <laughs> I. I guess that's what they're implying. Yeah. Which is weird. Oh. Uh, 
Yes. But they didn't really like, okay, so here's my theory. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't really like um, bleed in a lot of places, right? So when someone comes in to take the dead body, they just pull up with like a, a, a tractor and and just scoop up the body plus all of the dirt around it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I think that would have left big clues like giant divots. Yeah, that's true. Okay. All right. I'm out of ideas after that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're just not really good at it. They at found they DNA? found Gunner's okay. body and just checked like the four foot radius around Gunner's body. <laughs> yeah, or maybe searching DNA is harder than we think, and like it's only really possible if you're checking against someone directly. You can't just say who does this DNA belong to, even though you have a, a ton of case. I don't I don't know how that works. I don't know. I've seen a lot of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, you know, you got one drop of someone's DNA. You can pinpoint anywhere in the world who they are. That is true. This is the Marvel Universe. You're right. That's possible. That's true. Although this is, frankly, this is the least fantastical part of the Marvel Universe. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, trying to think of, like, all of the Marvel stuff. And this show, yeah, this is it. There's, There's no one with powers. Like, at best, maybe you could argue that Frank is powered in, in some way, but... Yeah, not yeah, even. Not really, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah, just that's... really pissed off and good at weapons. I don't, that's not a power. Yeah. That, yeah. I anyway, mean, he's really... No. Oh, I, it, I mean, you could argue that he can take a lot of pain, a lot of damage. That's about it. That's all I've got. Yeah, like maybe. Yeah, yeah. We can debate Frank's power sets some other time. <laughs> Guns and murder and knives and also more murder and more murder. Yep. Um. Anything else from Madani? Because <laughs> oh, those were the only notes I had. <laughs> oh yeah, same. Yep, that's it. All right. Cool. Well, then, uh, no other heroes, right? Correct. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll talk about some uh, newly minted villains. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the Jerry. Tony, quick, there's an arrow in my chest. What do you do? I call Curtis. Too late. I'm already dead. Oh, damn it. Curtis, you can go home. <laughs> if you don't know what to do in that situation, contact our friends at Improv Medics. They have a gigantic collection of training videos on weird medical issues like arrow in the chest, railroad spike in the leg, sudden missing toes. Your back has been Dewallifier 9000. After watching so many of these training videos, you can even get certified in improv situations. If you start learning today, you'll be yes-anding your way to medical heroism in no time. Use promo code MCRewind to get a free one-month trial of the HD videos. Your back being Dewallifier 9000 sounds Mm -hmm. terrible. Yes. Yes, it does. (laughs) I don't Uh, think there's a fix to that. Yeah, I'm I'm just going to just ruin it right now. Um... It's a it's a three second 
uh, video uh, for you know how to how to fix that, and it's it's just um, call the coroner. Just, yeah, that's it's basically <laughs> that. It's just pulling out the body bag and like just, just placing it, and then like the person looking up at the camera and and just kind of frowning a little. Like, oh, that's it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. <laughs> um, I guess we'll move on to our villains who would have no problem using a dewallifier nine thousand on a person. Yes. All right. I had to think about it, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Too long ago, we got Billy and we got Lewis. Uh, let's start with Billy. Yeah. Billy Russo. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, he and Madonna are still having sexy time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he has the audacity to just start opening up her bag and start going through the files of what she's investigating. <laughs> okay, I I assumed that she left that out there on purpose for him to find. Because it was a file, it had Frank's name right on it, yeah. it was on the top, that was planted. I think she did that on purpose. Yeah, you at least, I mean, if I were, well, I'm all, I'm not the type of person who would just go through other people's stuff. <laughs> but it's like, have it on the desk, don't take it out of the person's bag, come on, right in front of her. <laughs> well, if she cared, she would have stopped him. Yeah. Which is, again, why I think that she planted that on purpose. Yeah. I guess. She is smarter than the average bear. That's true. That's why she's in charge of that branch? Division? Of DHS? The whole thing. The whole thing. Oh, okay. Got it. Alright. Well, then. <laughs> she's in it still makes and... absolutely no sense. <laughs> and she's in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. She just doesn't use any other resources. I mean, they're in space. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what happened after uh, the L&D stuff. Uh, there was that um, after credit scene. Coulson looks out into space. Pretty sure. Well, no. Yeah, no, not what happened on Earth. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> Actually, we do, but spoilers. Yeah, we're, uh-huh. five. we're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, can't uh, wait. Can't wait. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so if shield showed up and no, <laughs> oh my god that would be great anyway uh <laughs> okay tony do you think russo ever genuinely thought frank was dead because he had a line here saying that they never found his body yeah i still think he was he's thought Frank was probably dead. Just because Billy's the type of guy that's like, well, if Frank was alive, he definitely would have found me. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Well, I, I... I don't know what the story is around Frank being dead again, right? Was it that he was killed in that prison fight that he broke out of? Because that was the last known time that people saw him, right? I believe so. Yeah, because he got out 
and then he sniped um he snipes the ninjas for Daredevil, right? Uh-huh. And then, yeah. Then he went off to his own show. So yeah, I guess. Um yeah, I might edit this out, but like we need to look this up. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Um, I I'm I'm pretty sure that the last time people knew of him was in in prison, and maybe they also faked his death to like have a good reason for why he was no longer in the prison, because that was when uh, Kingpin was there, and he was the reason that he got out. I completely forgot the reason why the Kingpin got him out. He fakes his own. He kidnaps Karen, right? And or quote unquote kidnaps Karen, and then he gets in that car accident, and they assume he's dead. But like they leave the car, the van, and then he goes see the blacksmith. Was this? Was this the explosion? Yes. Okay. All right. Got it. So there was a big giant explosion on that boat. Yep, and the assumption is that he died there. And yeah, okay, all right. The Daredevil sensed there was a substantial amount of gunpowder below decks, which would cause a massive explosion if the gasoline from the earlier was ignited. The more henchmen arrived, including Gosnell, who personally called Castle out for the fight. Castle agreed to leave, but then pushed Daredevil out of the water and revealed himself so they would open fire, and the ship exploded in a massive fireball, causing shrapnel to hit and kill Gosnell and his men, while Castle was barely able to survive and escape. So that's his quote-unquote last stand, as far as everybody knows. Okay, alright, that makes enough sense, I guess. Yeah. And the public knows this why? Was there a camera nearby? I mean, there was an explosion, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know why they would know that. <laughs> it, was, it was the middle of the night. It's not like there were a bunch of people around who saw the Punisher. This guy who's very famous for being on the news a month mm-hmm. prior. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I never found the body. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. All right. I don't have anything else for Billy. Uh, he, he meets Agent Orange at the end. All right, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he goes talk to Curtis, and Curtis lies to his face. Have you seen Frank? Like, I like his reactions, like, in dreams, or as a ghost, or, <laughs> like, there are a lot of options. Even if you take out the paranormal, or the, um, like, superhero-ness of it. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Or, I, I mean, he went with the obvious one of, like, been to his grave recently. Like, yeah. all right, he, well, this is a man who was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so moving on to Lewis. Yeah. This is a story that's harder and harder to watch every every time he shows up. I know. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, he gets arrested by a crooked cop uh, while handing out papers. Uh, like, to inform, I don't know how they say this. It wasn't really a protest. Because it was just two guys handing out, like, information about the Second Amendment. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what's the... There's got to be like a technical term for it, I'm sure, but I have no idea what it would be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, okay. uh, yeah, the cop is kind of a jerk about it, and uh, Lewis doesn't back down because he knows his rights. I like how O'Connor just slinks away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of wonder if he's been in that situation before, like, and he's like 
just doesn't want to do it again. Maybe it was once and he's like, all right, never again. Or, or he just never wanted to be in that situation. And so he just leaves. Like he's used to leaving as soon as someone confronts him. Yeah. Well, I think he's the type of guy who just saves his own hide. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There, like he—he's not dumb. There's no way this is going to end well. Oh right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like he has any power in the situation, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah, so he gets arrested for quote unquote grabbing, trying to grab a cop's gun, which he didn't do. Mm-hmm. And then gets bailed out by Curtis because he called he called O'Connor. He says, and then did he call his dad? Or did, was he like too ashamed? I I don't think he called his dad. I I think he I think he called Curtis um, specifically. Yeah, yeah. But Curtis reveals uh, Connor's secret that uh, O'Connor never fought in Vietnam. <laughs> he just well he he was he's a vet in the sense that he joined the military, but what he was like in Texas or something. Uh, he may have gone. I, uh, well, he joined the military remember. after Viet- the war was over. Right. Mm-hmm. So he never set foot in Vietnam, and he definitely never saw combat. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. So he was just around that time. Uh, mm-hmm. is, is that, are, are those records open, the, the service records? Because Curtis said he, he pulled them, right? Um... I would assume so. Like that's, there's no reason unless you're like like Frank and Billy were in some black ops Cerberus BS. There's mm-hmm. no reason why that would be, um, like co- confidential. Okay, that that someone this person served. Yeah, e- even okay. if it's not. Even if it's not, I would be able to um, guess that Curtis knows a guy who could pull those records. Yeah, and that's really what I was asking. Like, did he just ask a friend or... Yeah, I bet yeah. It, I, I bet it's, like, public knowledge. Okay. Yeah. Either way, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. So It, it makes yeah. sense that Curtis would know or have the ability to get this info. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. Um. Yeah, so he... Uh, Lewis goes to confront him. And ends up murdering him in a fit of yeah. rage. Yeah, it was. Uh, it definitely was an accident at first, and then very quickly not an accident. Yeah, very quickly. Very hard to defend that when you're in on trial. Mm-hmm. One time passion, thirty seven other stabby stabs. No, you're you meant to kill him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, that's all I have for Lewis, unfortunately, for Lewis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I mean, he uh, didn't have much else in the episode. You know, after getting arrested, he talked to Curtis for a little bit, and, uh, mm-hmm. and he confronted him. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Uh, guy in the chair? Yeah. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities. No, 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 not those three wombats. No way. 
I, I, I only have one thing for Curtis. Um, we kind of talked about him a little bit already, but he's uh, throughout this episode, he was really depressed. Um, and it, I, I think it was about Frank. And my assumption is because it was about Frank right at the start of the episode, he goes to help uh, get the arrow out of Frank. And I, I assume that it's, it's depression that Frank is just going to just going to die. Like this is yeah. a person that he, you know, is really good friends with, wants to help him, but he's powerless to do anything to, yeah. to really help him. And Frank is the Judas goat. He's going to keep getting hurt until he dies. At least yeah. that's what Curtis believes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He, uh, yeah. He's just losing faith. <laughs> Curtis is make, or Frank is making Curtis lose faith. Mm-hmm. That's all I had. Do you, do you have anything else? Um, I mean, this could be with David and Curtis about them actually pulling the arrow through Frank. Oh yeah, Ooh. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so David is surprisingly well. <laughs> I thought like this time I would like pass out or puke or something, but no, he survives. That's that's good. Uh huh. Um. I mean, it's probably the first time he's done anything any remotely close to this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> had, a, had a couple of, of uh, near misses there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he came out all right. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. And then, uh, I can't remember if this happened before or after cauterizing the wound. But David goes to take care of Frank, and he sanitizes his hands, rubs his hands, and then rubs it on his pants. Which totally gets rid of the sanitation. Because at this time, 2017, sanitation was a joke. <laughs> now, it is serious. Yes. Yep, yeah. So what, a, what a change three years makes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Um... Yeah, the only other thing I have for David is uh, while Frank is gone, he just wanders like aimlessly around his hideout. <laughs> and he's worried he'll be left alone forever. So, David's family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When David's son punched his sister, my mouth dropped open. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. surprising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... um. Yeah, lots of terrible, 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 terrible things have happened in this show, but so far, that's the meanest. Zach is a jerk. Yeah, although it also um, he gives us some insight into what he's feeling too, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they, they've actually been really good at showing us how the kids are dealing with this situation, yeah. right? The the daughter, um, she wants to go back to the way things were before. Like she's even trying to set her mom up with, with a guy, a a new Mm -hmm. dad in that sense. Right. Uh, And then the son is, um, he had a line, I forgot what it was, but he said like, that's what we do in this family. We, um, we tell on people uh, because that's what got his dad killed. And he's Mm -hmm. not happy about that. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then, yeah, he also punches his dad's picture. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like, I did see because the crack uh, goes over the camera, right? That yeah. uh, David's using. <laughs> Is the camera like little cutouts of his eyes in the picture? <laughs> you know, like how you see in the like I don't know a a old like Dracula um, movie where the eyes come out and it's actually the person's monster's eyes. 
Is that <laughs> oh, little tiny around. camera eyes? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I, oh, I, I should have rewound that scene just to see if I can spot where the camera is. Um, because it was funny because um, the, and I, I keep remember forgetting all, all of the names of everyone in his family, but his, um, D- David's wife kind of has a look at this picture. And for a second, I was trying to tell if she knew there were cameras there. Yeah. Do you think she knows the whole time that David's alive? <laughs> I mean, no, I she don't. Does, she's but, the oh. best actress ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else for our guys in the chair? Uh, no, nothing. All right. Uh, 12% of the plan. Sounds good to me. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? I have got nothing. No, okay. no 12. No other percentages. So I have one thing. Um, I actually wrote this down as an editing problem, but I realized it was part of the story when we we're talking about this. My what I said was Billy was calling Frank before Madonna told him that Frank's alive. But since we got the reveal at the end that Agent Orange knew that Frank was alive, he was calling him and just used Madonna as like a an excuse of how I knew. Ah. Uh. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. So what I thought was like a screw up actually was good planning. Good job, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you ready to rate this episode, Al? Yeah, think so. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Al, how many punches to family members' faces are you giving this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, honestly, I'm I'm gonna go with with two. Um, yeah, our our main character Frank was hardly in it. Mm -hmm. Not. No, no real action happened. Barely any storyline stuff happened. Like I said, the stuff with Lewis is just so hard to watch, and it just yeah. gets worse. Uh, so it really just brings the enjoyment of it down. So I gotta, I gotta go with a two for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to give it a two and a half. Just a little bit better. I enjoyed the part with uh, David patching up and Curtis patching up Frank, and the. I like the face-to-face discussion with Billy, but overall, no, these aren't these aren't the most exciting episodes. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, next That's week true. is better. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. In that case, um, let's wrap this up. So, uh, everyone, please join us next week. We'll keep talking about the Punisher. We'll be on season one, episode seven, Crosshairs. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore rewind and you can pretty pretty please give us a rating on apple podcasts um at a minimum just just click the stars button just go with with five stars you don't have to enter a comment it's not a requirement but the stars are the important part 
Anyway, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, signing off. Have a marvelous day.